Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fan. I'm Alex Chester, and with me, as always, is Keeve Wieneker. Keeve, how's it going? I'm not wheels anymore. No, you didn't want to be rolling anymore. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't. I feel like uh, I don't know if wheels is going to take off. I, when when my wife hears that, she sort of like snickers and <laughs> is embarrassed for me. <laughs> Uh, that laughter you hear in the background is a special guest we have this week. So um, let me just preface this week's podcast. We are ranking all 50 states. And the problem with ranking the 50 states is kind of like the problem with like ranking movies or, or any kind of pop culture from before 1990. Like Akiva knows what he knows, but he doesn't go outside his like comfort zone at all. So he's been to fewer states than just about anybody I've ever met. And so you have no way to gauge to com- like you probably don't even know the difference between like most of the states, you know, in between California and New York. Well, it's not guess. true. I think well, partially because so, of like sports, I ha- at least like know the big cities and all of them and most of the capitals and stuff like that. I think while I haven't been there, it- it's like it- it's like the pro athlete who says to the journalist, like, well, you never played the game, so you can't understand. Well, I could definitely no, understand. I've yeah, been in the see, states I've game been- for a long time. So I've seen all the I've seen um, your state rankings, our guest state rankings, and a bunch of other state rankings. And yours are far and away the most of an outlier, in that you just have really weird rankings for middle American states. Some that everybody hates you have way too high. Some that everybody likes you have way too low. So again, I think it's indicative of someone who's never been to them, and you know, is just uh, uh, looking out the window as he flies from a. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so that having been said, so we decided we had to bring in someone who actually probably has been to more than eight states. And, uh, yeah, we're too New Yorky, a- the two of us, even though you're Minnesotan. Yeah, and I've lived. I've lived. How many? Right, you lived, lived in Michigan. You lived in Massachusetts. You've been around a little bit. I've lived in Pennsylvania, New York, Minnesota. I've lived in three different countries. All that's kind of lived in D.C. I've lived in yeah. So I've lived in a few states. Um, I've spent a lot of time in, in other states like Wisconsin, not having lived there. Um, anyway, so we've decided to bring in a guest, and um, our guest hopefully will uh, be a better uh, uh, a a better judge of states than Akiva will be today, and that's Antonio Mazzaro. So Antonio, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Chester. Yeah, I I worked at Delta Airlines for four years when I was an undergrad, and we just flew we flew everywhere we could, basically. Oh, so great. Okay. There there are a few states I haven't been to. There are probably about fifteen total I haven't been to. But uh, most of the continental U.S. I've I've set foot in, and not just in an airport, Akiva. Well, one of yep. the one one of the good parts about having Antonio is people who live in sort of northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area. Even I know enough to know that you essentially live in two different states at once. So right, that's the other thing. You have, a lot, you have thing. a lot of extra knowledge. 
Yeah, and Kentucky itself, you know, there's a lot of weirdness with Kentucky. It didn't secede from the Union, but everyone considers it to be part of the South. So we have a lot of identity issues here. And you're right, Northern Kentucky is especially problematic in that regard because the rest of the Kentucky thinks we're Yankees and the rest of Ohio thinks that Cincinnati is redneck. So it's an interesting part of the country to be from in general. But by living here, you know, you talk about living in New York, the Eastern Seaboard. I'm a car, I'm like not even a day drive away from a a large part of the country. And I've been to in those day drives, a large part of the country as a result. Uh, I've looked at my map. I completed a map that the Washington Post had and I can just see like, oh, there's Interstate 75. There's I-90. Like I can just remember the roads I drove to go into and out of these states and the time I spent at the weird rest stops and them doing the things that I've done. I know that sounds a little untoward and I didn't mean it to. So here we are. You know, I I posted on Twitter uh, for a podcast next week. I wrote Americans only, which every Canadian and British person hated. But I was just trying to say, like, I don't care if someone in Sweden has just visited New York City once. That shouldn't, if Chester was going to average these out, it shouldn't affect our rankings. Uh, how many states have you been to, I asked. So we got 100 responses on Twitter, uh, even though I was called a xenophobe several times. <laughs> um, but, right, so you had 35. A lot of people sent that a convenient Washington Post thing. I see a lot of 30s, 35s, 26. That's a Canadian. So uh, my number, I think, is 13, 14 if I've been to... Virginia, but um, I don't know. I don't, not 100% sure if my like eighth grade. But trip. The, hold on, Akiva, the most scandalous thing is you didn't even want to include states that you drive through on a road trip. Right. I, you need to. to me, that's crazy. I mean, if you go out to dinner in that state, that's fine. Certainly an airplane, <laughs> an airport. Everyone agreed with me that if you fly somewhere and don't leave the airport, you've never been there. Oh, yeah. Okay. But a road trip is different. Okay. So you said dinner. I, I'll probably have to edit this out of the podcast. Uh, but uh, after I got married, we drove from Minnesota to uh, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and we made a point in each state of doing something other than eating dinner. <laughs> mm. And and we were only in Indiana for like forty five minutes because I you know, were six dr- seconds. And I would say you need to keep that story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chester, were you at rest stops? Is that what was going on there? To tie it back it, to well, my awkward uh, honestly in Indiana. Because we were there for so short, we were just like going around the bend of Lake Michigan. <laughs> this is totally coming out of the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 don't say it and leave it in. This is a good story. Yeah, we, we just like this. We, so we were driving a U-Haul. We just parked the U-Haul in like some like on some farm somewhere, like a little bit off the highway, and just went into the back of the U-Haul. <laughs> what a honeymoon! But like, this seems like an impossible <laughs> dream now. I'm sure for, for either. Of us. But there, but they're like the U-Haul. Like, like first of all, it was really hot because it's the middle of the summer, and also it was like really full. So, like, we had to leave like the back of it open. So, it was, you know, we were probably violating laws in Indiana, especially uh, you know a state with for- Mike Pence is their former governor. Yeah. I'm sure we were violating laws. <laughs> and she, and yeah, your wife's your first cousin, so depending on the state, it would have been. Oh dear, yeah, no. it's a U-Haul, not a two-Haul. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. That's a, uh, that's really a, that's a great idea. I'll have to. I'll so have to Akiva, that. I'm just saying, can I count Indiana? Because I'm definitely counting Indiana as a state. Yeah, oh yeah, no, for sure, you can count Indiana twice. I, I think. Yeah. If you've spilled your seed. <laughs> No, I listen. All stop right. anywhere. I think. I, I think. You're All right. right. This is a no snitching nobody. podcast. If my well, wife ever finds out this was, I, I won't edit this out. But okay. if my wife ever finds out this was discussed in the podcast, I'll never be able to podcast again. No, so. the podcast is over forever. So if you hate oh, us. Wow. Then uh, email back <laughs> yeah, again. True. <laughs> I, I might be in the last episode of 32 fans. This <laughs> is fantastic. Very possible. Um, <laughs> but almost nobody. So of the 100 people, almost no one uh, had less than my 13 or 14. Yeah, well, we had a couple fifty. Well, okay, someone, had, the... someone had forty nine, and they are going to, I think, Alaska for fifty, like next week or something. Yeah, you can't be in the forties because if you're getting that far, you just right. Get once you get to forty, same thing with stadiums. Like my dad and I went to close to like 
we were at like 12 really quickly. And I realized once we got to like 18, we'd have to go to all 30. And I didn't want that pressure. It's too much anxiety. So I like canceled what? the trip. We were going to go to Wrigley, Cellular Field, and Milwaukee. I'm like, once we do that, we're, it's, 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 we're too far gone. We, then we have to go you know, everywhere. So I canceled what's, that Akiva, trip. what's the longest road trip you've gone on? Well, not flying. The, the reason I've been to both Georgia and Texas is because I did that four baseball games in two days. None of them in New York, all four different states. Tampa Bay and Arlington, Texas slept over in Dallas. Monday flew to Atlanta, went to a game in Atlanta, went to Monday night baseball in Philly. Yeah, took but I'm not talking home. about flying. That, that's, I'm talking about a road trip in America. Yeah, so that's road a road trip. trip. Oh, okay, so road trip no, we not. did. We went to an Indians game. Uh, Canton, Ohio, um, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins uh, playoff game on one road trip. Um, and uh, so that was, I, I guess, how long is it? How, is that your question? How, how long was the road trip? That I don't was know, probably just, a few you, days. You strike me as not much of a road trip guy. Cause it's no, but my dad would like to. Move. I also don't really drive, so I'm not a great road trip person to be with. But, yeah. um, but you know, if my dad was willing to drive the whole way, I was always happy to go. You know, we'd, we'd go on, like, uh, quick, like, two, three-day road trips. But that was that was All the right. biggest one. We went on a lot okay, of flying so- trips. We're, like, you know, we were a little more bougie. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into our state ranking. So, uh, Akiva, how did you describe this when you described it to Rob on one of the other podcasts? You said we'd be ranking the, the states from? From Florida to one, I said. Yes. And so, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Florida does start dead last. Let me just explain oh. how I'm doing these rankings. So, um, Akiva... Me, Antonio, all three of us ranked the states from 50 to 1. Then I wanted to bring in a couple of other rankings just to average it out. So U.S. News does a ranking where they take like over 60 categories into effect, education, um, economy, environment, et cetera, et cetera. Get their facts Uh, out of here. Yeah, so that's like a real <laughs> ranking. Then uh, then Thrillist has another ranking, which seems to be done the same way ours is. They have Florida dead last. Nice. <laughs> and, then, um, and then the funniest one I found, which I included in this, is Estately. Estately is like a real estate website. But they decided to rank all 50 states. They say they did it highly scientifically, and they did. But can I read you the eight categories that they use for their scientific sure. ranking? Read it them. is the number of Arby's locations per capita. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, and is, that, is that negative a, or positive? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Each of these eight is a negative, obviously. Oh. <laughs> uh, number two, the number of vape shops per capita. Okay. <laughs> number three, the number of Google searches for people looking to buy a hoverboard. <laughs> okay. Number four, Google, Google searches for egg salad recipes. All right. Number I, five. I like egg salad. Well, but the, well, here's my thing. On egg salad, you don't need a recipe if you eat it. It's only I was going to say. That's, yeah, it's yeah, like they're, they're looking for the people who are curious about egg salad, yeah, but not right. people who are really into it. <laughs> what is this it, you know? fancy food I've been hearing yeah. about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Number five is the total number of Nickelback concerts per capita held in okay. the state. Okay. That's <laughs> fair enough. Although that, that really hurts the big states because you'd imagine like. California would have a lot more than than like uh, West Virginia. Yeah. yeah. By the way, th- you're going to see um, all, all the names that are coming up in these last categories. Are, we're all on our worst living Americans bracket. Uh, number six is a uh, number of Facebook fans of the singer Chris Brown. Okay. Number seven, which is my favorite one, is magicians per capita. <laughs> <laughs> I am completely on board with that one. Yeah, that's funny. And yep. then, uh, 100%. Yeah, on clowns also. And then number eight is people expressing interest in goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle publication. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Those people. So, I fear that yeah. like New York and California uh, did you know poorly in that one, but yeah, for sure. Oh, that's, that, that's that ranking for sure was the weirdest and really uh, threw our averages into uh, – 
you know, into a blender because, yeah, it's really weird how that one came out. But so we average all those together. And so the cumulative uh, ranking, uh, Florida is dead last. Akiva had a dead last. Uh, Antonio had a dead last. Even though I claim I hate Florida, I was actually higher on Florida than anybody. I had it at 39. Um, now, which, so Ch- high in the ranks, yeah. <laughs> Chester and I both married girls from Florida. I mean, technically, I think you married a girl from Michigan, but your yeah, parents live never in, lived in Florida. But her but parents, parents live now. in Florida. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't yeah. really count. Yeah, I um, lived in Florida. So, I lived in Florida okay. for a year. Which part Where of Florida? Florida? Miami. Okay. Yeah, Miami. So, but Miami, I spent time the least objectionable part of Florida. Sure. Really? Yeah, I feel like Key West is maybe the least objectionable. Not Key West, but like the Keys in general where there are less people and it's really beautiful. The, yeah. That part is not objectionable to me. The part that's objectionable is traffic and just poorly planned cities and no income tax. So no real commitment to making life any better for the citizens and just problems left and right. And I, I don't know when you guys tweeted this out, somebody tweeted as Florida has open records law. So you see all the crime details and that's why it has a negative perception. That's not why it had it for me. Like I live there and hated every second of it. Yeah. South yeah, Florida, so the- where I think Chester and I have spent most of our Florida time is South, like they even uh, there's there's a map of uh, languages in the United States I was looking at recently, and South Florida is the only part of the country that doesn't really have like a their own dialect, like their own accent, because it's just like a mishmash of people, mostly from New York, but from like all over the East Coast. Well, and, but but South Florida is New York if you give it terrible weather and yeah. you take out all culture. Yep. So. Yeah, no culture. There's no culture. <laughs> yeah. There's no intellectualism at all. Like I used yep. to say. Like, like, you know, the, the, the custodian in, you know, in a school in New York has more like intellectual curiosity than like the best doctor in Florida. <laughs> but, but the reason, just to defend myself, the reason I had a 39 is because I can envision a scenario in life where I would spend time in Florida. Yeah. There's no way I would ever spend time in Mississippi. It's not the 50th state I would move to. It also has yeah. Disney World, which, you know, it's a good place to bring the kids. There are a lot of like good, you know, th- there are a lot of things for the kids to do in in Florida. My kids had a debate recently because we're going to Florida, but we're also stopping in Amsterdam for a day. So two of my kids had an argument whether we should go to the Anne Frank house or Gatorland. And I feel like that's like the most Florida thing that's <laughs> the most Florida argument that's ever happened. <laughs> it's like like you go to Amsterdam for like three hours. You go to Anne Frank's house. You go to Florida. It's like, all right, it's time to go to Gatorland where you can actually like put your your hand in a gator's mouth and try and get on YouTube. Akiva, have you been to Amsterdam before? No, I've never been. Antonio, have you been there? I've not. It's it's uh, high on the list for sure. Yeah, it's such, well, it's such a weird city because like there's the reputation it has among people, let's say between the ages of like 15 and 35, mm-hmm. and then it has a reputation for everybody else. By which I mean, I was there several times as a kid because like it was a layover. I lived in Minneapolis, which was a Northwest hub, and so Northwest KLM would be like anytime we flew out of the country, basically we'd fly through Amsterdam. So I've been to like the Rembrandt Museum multiple times and the Anne Frank House and all that kind of stuff. But, like, then when I got to college and everybody's obsessed with Amsterdam, and I'm like, I've been to Amsterdam. Like, oh, how's the Red Light District? And I'm like, well, I don't know because I was eight and with my parents. Right. <laughs> so there's like, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like half of it is like Las Vegas and then half of it is like, you know. Right, know. but also no food. Like, Amsterdam, like, Holland is famous for, like, having really no food culture compared to other European countries. Oh, I don't remember the food when I was a kid. But all right, so let's get to the number 49 state on our list. Uh, the number 49 state on our list is Oklahoma. Nobody Ooh. really hated it, um, other than a stately. Uh, but nobody else had it, uh, you know, in the bottom five. But nobody had it, you know, higher than the the low third. Well, what's it bringing so to the like, table? Timothy McVeigh. I don't yeah. know. Adrian Peterson's football career. They stole, they stole Na- the Sonics. 
Yeah, Native American culture, I guess, is a positive. Like there are there are limited states. I'm not saying there aren't any, but there are maybe a dozen states where you've got uh, a strong Native American culture and background. And that's probably, in my mind, the best thing Oklahoma has going for it. But it, that comes attendant with a lot of negative energy in terms of how the people that are there got there and the things associated with that. And I'm a, I'm a Thunder fan. Like that was they, I was a. I grew up where I grew up, northern Kentucky, Cincinnati. Nobody cared about the Pacers. Certainly nobody really cared about the Cavs. And my brother and I, uh, I was a bigger kid. He was a smaller kid. We were Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. So I became a Sonics fan and then stayed a Sonics fan and became a Thunder fan. So that's the only – I have contemplated a trip to Oklahoma to see the Thunder play many times, but I end up just seeing them play in Indianapolis and Cleveland uh, twice a year. So There's no old-timers who are Kings there. fans because of the Cincinnati Royals? Yeah, no, I that's a that's a good question. I don't not really. I mean, the Cincinnati <laughs> Royals were like a, a thing and like the the arena that they played in is now being torn down and it's not even breaking a lot of hearts here in the in the city. So yeah, there's not there's not a the NBA kinship in this city not not very strong. It did not That's also it, an uh, era when like the there was only like 20,000 or probably fewer like 5,000 NBA fans in the whole country. So well, and it was regionalism, right? Like yeah. you would take like, oh, the Cincinnati, they, they've got uh, Oscar Robertson. You, you know, you, you would end up with players that were key to your region. And that just doesn't, that's not the same anymore. Yeah. I think one of my, my, one of my uh, criteria and ignore it for Florida is like, would I go visit this state? And to me, Oklahoma, it's not such a small state, right? There's 4 million people there, but name the five biggest cities in Oklahoma. Yeah, I got nothing. Tulsa, uh, what? Yeah, like, you know, city. Yeah, there's. Like and after that, like it's Norman, which is mostly a college town. Okay, yeah. And then Broken yeah. Arrow is fourth, and Lawton, which I've never heard of, is fifth. I mean, there's, okay. you know, it's a lot of like mid mid-sized. It's a little Jersey-ish, in which case, there, you know, there's not really like a a hub, but there's no like you're not visiting there. I don't know like what's so exciting. It's just like it's like Texas's loser older brother. Yeah, it almost looks with the shape of it on a map. It's only there out of the out of sort of the uh, generosity of Texas, because Texas looks yeah. like it could invade Oklahoma, especially oh, that sure. that little skinny part, the western part. Yeah, definitely. Especially now that Mac Brown's not involved, for sure, yeah. Texas could invade Oklahoma. <laughs> All right, so let's keep going. We're up to forty-eight Delaware, uh, the home of every corporation. And as uh, Joe Biden loves to brag, you know, it was uh, once uh, sort of like Antonio was saying, it was once a slave state as well, uh, even though it stayed in the union. So. The U.S. News actually likes Delaware, but everybody else hates it. Kiva, you're slightly higher. You're at, you have it at 39, which is higher than uh, Antonio and I. So why do you uh, relatively oh. like Delaware? I don't. I don't like Delaware. I just feel like right. it's not objectionable at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. That's really... Well, uh, there's nothing to say about it. It's a drive through state. Yeah. Yeah, I discovered something difficult when making this list, and I think what Akiva just said really hits the, na- the nail on the head there. There aren't too many states that I actually like. Uh, I think I got through like 15, and I was like, the rest of these states all kind of suck for different reasons. And mm-hmm. so here we are. But uh, Delaware, definitely in my bottom 10, 100%. Yeah, I don't want to sound like a snob, but that was my attitude. It was almost like when we ranked coaches. All of a sudden, I realized, like, wait a second, most of these states are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. 100%. All right, uh, so next let's go to number 47. Uh, anytime Mississippi is not dead last in any kind of state ranking, they have a massive celebration. So 47, a huge upset for Mississippi, and it's largely because of Antonio, who ranked it shockingly high at number 33. Wow. I had it last. The Kiva had it second to last. So, Antonio, what's with your uh, love for Mississippi? Well, it's, yeah, again, not love in the in the Kiva's not loving Delaware. It's just not hating it as much as maybe other states. Mississippi certainly has a ton of issues. There, Don't get me wrong. I think that... <laughs> 
Having been there, uh, I can look at it a little differently. The Southern Gothic element, the literature, like those are the things that I find kind of appealing about Mississippi. And I find that like not, I wouldn't say kinship, but something that I feel like is unique to Mississippi that I think, for example, I had Mississippi ahead of Alabama and other states that are in the same general category. But uh, but it has that that kind of literary history. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that is, uh, I don't know, I'd say Southern Gothic or haunting about Mississippi that I felt just does not feel the same way as Alabama or some of the other states or Arkansas like that. Like I feel Mississippi has a little bit of that element to it that I find more appealing. That's the only reason why. What was the reason why you found yourself in Mississippi? Barbecue, mostly. Uh, college football, uh, driving from Cincinnati to New Orleans a couple times. You start to take side trips uh, back and forth. So that's really it. I mean, it, it comes down to barbecue, college football, and being in the general area. All right. I think I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but my only experience with Mississippi is when I was in college, I was part of this uh, like black Jewish uh, student group and black and Jewish, like people who are African American or Jewish, not people. Right, who I thought I thought you were because your mom was born in South Africa. I <laughs> yeah. thought you were going to say you snuck in there. Okay. Yeah, no, it would have been a smaller group probably, especially my college. But um, so we went on like an alternative spring break to uh, to Georgia and Alabama to sort of witness civil rights history. And we actually asked because this was the same. This was in 2005 when the um, the th- the killers of uh, in Philadelphia, Mississippi, of, of Schwerner and um, and um, you know the three uh, uh, you know the three freedom riders who had been killed in like 1965. They had just mm-hmm. been. Uh, you know the case that they had just been found guilty or whatever it was and so it was big in the news and we actually asked well why can't we go to mississippi and the security head for our bus said i don't care that it's 2005 a bus full of jews and blacks is not driving into mississippi if i'm in charge of security uh, yeah so, i've been i've told this i've been that the same made thing me scared enough that it's dead last where minority i mean I, I certainly know for jewish people i think that some guy who I forget the organization in high school mentioned that uh, that their security team did not let them go to Mississippi or I forget the second state somewhere out, somewhere south. Um, yeah, and so I, that's a bad sign. But yeah, like they literally wouldn't let them in. It would, it would they would need too many security people. Uh, so it's not a great sign. I'm sure they're working on it, but not, that's not ideal. No, I'm not uh, sure they're working on it. So that's and, and by the way, like <laughs> like to they're be serious for not. a second. Uh, Chester and I both wear yarmulkes, and I walked around New York City my whole life, never once even like remembering that I had one on my head and no one in 30 years ever said a word to me about it other than like I get asked for directions a lot more because I guess people assume I'm not going to be able to beat them up and kill them I don't know but, the, <laughs> I, but I don't like, think that's your yarmulke that's I don't know it's way. just like yeah that's probably it. but <laughs> but um but then we go to Europe and you can't really wear one so y- you appreciate the United States more however I would never wear one in Mississippi there's a few other states that I would have to you know look into it and, and obviously there's by the way there's parts of every state where you probably you know you would experience racism or or anti-semitism whatever but i just feel like i wouldn't even in the entire state i can't imagine i'd wear it in mississippi yeah, yeah i mean i that, that that tracks with my experience and having not not been part of any class that would be discriminated against but just knowing people that are that tracks with my experience with mississippi but also with alabama with georgia with south carolina with tennessee with louisiana with arkansas with missouri with indiana so you know not great all one big swath in the middle of the country there uh, and in the south it's just all very very similar so for mississippi i just have a little bit more positive personal experience there and and right. uh I looked at the education rankings also. Mississippi, not great with the education. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, usually those two go hand in hand. All right, let's uh, keep on moving. We're at number 46. It's the Florida of the West, and that's Arizona. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I like that. And here, like Keith, you got to defend it because, uh, you know, 
Antonio has Arizona at 48. I have it at 43, but you're all the way up at 29. Uh, well, I, I mean, to me, that's a, that's just slightly below average state, so it's not like I'm super high in it. Again, it, it has things going on. It has professional sports teams, so there's reasons maybe you'd want to come visit, right? Um, they don't have Grand any. Canyon. They don't seem to have any history. Like, think about the Arizona Cardinals have less fans than the Jaguars, right? They like yeah. those. The stadium is never filled, but you know, you had a well. It's, hold team. on. So to get serious for a second, it's funny you talk about how they don't have any history because Arizona right now there's a big fight going on with all the Confederate monuments in Arizona, right? Right. And but it didn't it's exist. insane. Obviously, it didn't it's a exist. state that didn't exist. Yeah. But yeah. So, so they said <laughs> almost every Confederate um, monument in Arizona has actually gone up in the last twenty years. That's wild. So yeah. So they really don't have history. So they just sort of have to invent it. Right. Uh, yeah, so there are cities, there's cities that you might like. It would never vacation there, but if you were like road tripping, there's some big cities there. Uh, the problem with Arizona, it it gets to like 118, 120, and I think it I think it's just like if you if you're not a gun person, you're the only person in Arizona without a gun. I feel like that's probably annoying. Like if no one has a gun, great. But if everyone but you has a gun, I feel like you're at a big disadvantage. <laughs> it's true they have a i mean i guess they have a strong indigenous history that's the part like the navajo people that are there i think they that's have the it. Grand but of canyon course, yeah but like like you guys are pointing out i think they when you say like oh they had to create their history because they don't have any so what are they leaning into the racist element of that like that's the history they choose to honor is i mean they're the ones right didn't they famously not want to sign on and honor martin luther king day like yeah, this the is last state to recognize yeah them. this is not a like an honorable state by any stretch and yeah they have 120 and they'll tell you it's a dry heat it's not like heat is heat when it gets to 120 it's still miserable so i know people who have gone there and just been miserable the entire time and i guess i should say when the Sopranos, not a, not a huge spoiler, but when they needed to have a character end up in like a purgatory scenario, yeah. mm, they sent them to point. Scottsdale. Yeah. They sent them to Scottsdale, like a yeah. miserable, like in between. The Reds moved their, their spring training complex to Goodyear, Arizona, which is a city that didn't even exist like 10 years ago. And everybody now in this area is going out to Arizona for the first time and saying things. But I just, you can tell that that's a state that really lacks an identity. And you point out, oh, well, nobody's showing up at the Cardinals games. Well, A, the team transplanted and be the people that live there transplant. Right. Like, Although it does seem like and population-wise, it's exploding. That's what it... I, off, without yeah, even who knows Googling why. it. it Everyone like wants that. to move to Arizona for some reason. I guess it's uh, well, John McCain's people. wonderful a of, leadership. A lot of old yeah. yeah, it's like it's the Western yeah. Florida, exactly. I think yeah, people, that's from it, Minas- yeah. people from Minnesota go to Arizona for the winter, not Florida. So my yeah. uncle actually lives there in the winter. Um, it, you know, it's funny how you mentioned the Sopranos thing. When I was in high school and college, if I would be out like at a bar or whatever and there was somebody I didn't want to talk to and I didn't want to like share any information or like be looped into a conversation. So I would tell people that my name was Jack Harrison and that I was from Arizona. That was like my uh, <laughs> fake alter ego. That's because funny. you never meet somebody who's from Arizona. Yeah, so it's never so going to have to back that up. They'd be like, ooh, Arizona, that's exotic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Arizona's not exotic. Arizona's just, you know, hot. No, it's right. the next state. Number next state on our list, and this is one where we are all over the map. Number forty-five is Nevada, which Akiba will probably call Nevada. Yeah. Um, so you have it, okay? So Antonio has it at forty-six, so he hates it. So let's, uh, and and again, cumulatively, it's at forty-five. So Antonio, you give us the uh, the anti-Nevada uh, argument first. It's just a. It's like what is it? Like the American Dubai? Like this? Just somebody built this. Uh, <laughs> it's a good line. This this like sin of this city of sin in the middle of a desert, and it's America's playground for that sort of thing. And I think that's fine, but I don't think that that a good state makes. Uh, and I don't know. You always hear about it in politics, and there are all these different things that go on. I know corruption uh, with the mafia was rampant there for a really long time. You hear about it a lot in sports with state commissions and teams not. 
being able to move there. I just don't see any real appeal for Nevada. Like, I don't see why. Well, are you a Vegas like, guy? Have you been to Vegas? Do no. you like Vegas? No, 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 okay. no, no. But but you can uh, the way I but see you it, understand like, I the guess, appeal of Vegas. You're just saying it doesn't that doesn't boost the state. I don't really understand the appeal of Vegas. No, I understand the appeal well, of people casino like gambling, gambling. And you can't if it, listen. If you could gamble everywhere tomorrow, Vegas wouldn't exist anymore. But yeah, but I, when I lived in Miami, I could go to a casino like within 15 minutes. You can't in, bet like, on four sports, different though. directions. You can't bet on sports. You can't bet on sports. So you want to make you want to bet at a sports book. I I've bet with a bookie. You know what I mean? Like I guess yeah. I don't need to go to Vegas to 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 bet sports. But maybe that's yeah. different for everybody else. I don't know. It's just the glitz and glamour and like building this thing like that in the middle of the desert for the sole purpose of just churning money out it's of tourists. It's definitely one of the weirdest ideal. states. You know, I, yeah. the one thing I I. I I probably rank Nevada too high because it has the worst education in the country of any state. So Yeah, that's the other thing is typically states, I don't mean to interrupt, but typically states introduce gambling programs and things like that to benefit education in the state. And I don't see how Nevada's last if they have like the most gambling. It doesn't make a lot. It's so corrupt. Yeah, maybe they should go back to the lottery and forget about gambling. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, what's next, Chester? All right. Well, Akiva, I want to know why do you have it all at number 16? I mean, even though I've never been to Vegas, I, I like the... Again, it's a city that people go to visit. Well, let me ask you a question. Excluding the states where people live, so otherwise California would easily win because it has so many people, what what three or five states do you think are the most visited? Well, you said excluding the states where people where live. Where people so live. Obviously, so like you can't yeah, count. New York is off the list. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not off the list. It's just you don't count New Yorkers visiting. So. If we, if you were to, you know, what what are the most visited states in the United States? Well, definitely I Florida, I think, right? Yeah, probably Florida, New York, California, but I feel like Nevada's probably pretty high up there. Yeah, that's a fair point, because a lot of the people in the West, I mean, I had a friend, she won some kind of uh, award in Denver, and they were like, oh, we'll just go to Vegas for a couple of days. And it's like, oh, well, that's a thing that people do when they're in Denver. It's a lot harder for people to do that in Cincinnati. You can still pull it off, but you're losing a full day coming back with the time zones and everything. But for for people from Denver, they can kind of just jaunt out there. So I know there are a lot of people that do that. I had actually funny. uh, A friend of mine was a Mormon missionary. He went to Vegas uh, as a Mormon missionary. uh, And he started talking to a woman who was soliciting for uh, adult services and came to find out that she was a former member of the church. And they had a long talk about spiritual dogma, Mormon spiritual dogma on this on the strip in Vegas. And he said, it was the most surreal experience of his life. So I guess it does provide for those chance encounters, which is not nothing. Um, yeah, so I, I, just to clarify, Nevada is third. It's actually ahead of New York, so is Texas. New York's fifth. Uh, California and Florida are one, two in terms of most visited states. And they, don't, they just don't get any grist out of that. Like, why shouldn't it be a better state? Shouldn't their education be better? Shouldn't there be a better infrastructure, municipal things? Like, shouldn't that be a yeah, state? Yeah, it just seems like there's a lot of political is? corruption. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true in a lot of states. All right, it, let's uh, move on up. Number 44, we have South Carolina. And here, Akiva's lowest. I'm actually highest. I have South Carolina all the way at, at number 27. So, uh, you know, I don't really know why I did that. Again, you sort of start to run out of good states. And I think I just thought, well, South Carolina, it's supposed to be beautiful. And it's supposed to have... Charleston is very hot. Yeah, the positive aspects of of, of sort of Southern culture and Southern life are supposed to be... It's supposed to be quaint there. So I've never been to South Carolina. I don't know. I had a 27. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. I have it at 34, which is not that much lower than where you've got it. And it's in that group where you can kind of almost pick them in some ways. 
I have been to South Carolina extensively. That's where, if you grew up like me, like lower middle class in Cincinnati, like that's where you vacation instead of Florida. You get down to like Myrtle Beach, which is a really kind of uh, dirty, neon, glitzy kind of place. But then you also have your Charlestons, your Hilton Heads. Very popular uh, vacation destination for people in the Cincinnati area. So I've been there a ton. And you're right, like the, the genteel southern charm is definitely there in abundance in South Carolina, but so is the racism. So is the classism. Like, so are the other things that are ugly about the South. A lot of gated communities in South Carolina. Uh, it's it's not the most uh, homogenous or, yeah, it's just, it's it's not, it's very disparate. A lot of haves and have nots in South Carolina and a lot of, uh, a lot of negativity generated from that. So that's why I didn't have it higher. But otherwise, it's a very beautiful state. Yeah, for me, uh, bottom three education, no pro sports, little brother to North Carolina, which isn't even that great. Um, so, you know, it's, it's an easy bottom 10 state for me. All right. Next on our list, we have another state that, like Mississippi, is higher than it probably should be. And it actually, like Mississippi, it benefited from a very good ranking in the estately rankings. Because, yeah, not a lot of goop uh, searchers there. That's Alabama at number 43. What, is what do you it, what think? Have Alabama you been to Alabama? Alabama? Other, than, other than college football, what do they have going for them? Antonio? I just say barbecue. Like, that's the only other reason that I've been to Alabama. I guess they have the Southern Poverty Law Center in Alabama, too, which is a huge deal. That's a huge deal. You know, that's a huge deal. And that is like an island. Yeah, that is very much an oasis. Yes. Uh, But it is there. And they have a commitment to that. Uh, I know that they, you know, they have more of a commitment at their law school in many respects to clinical learning than a lot of law schools do in the country. And if you're a fan of that, then maybe you could say like, hey, Alabama actually making some progress here. But generally speaking, it, it is uh, it, there's not a lot to hang your hat on with Alabama. Chester, I'm more curious with you. You went there from a standpoint of seeing the civil rights sites and doing things like that. Does that make it rise any higher on your list, knowing that there are a lot of that, that there's that positive history there with Alabama? But is like is the Edmund Pettus Bridge a po- that's sort of like that's you know, a good go question. To Poland to go to March of the Living, yeah, that's it, a good we, question. We Poland up in terms of our, our tourism rankings because we go to concentration camps. Like I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess with Alabama, I see it more as a people's movement and as people taking back and pushing back against forces that were controlling them. So I see the power in it. But I can agree yeah. with you that there's a lot of the flip side of that is darkness, and that's not great. Okay, but why did you have it all up at number 34? I mean, I, I do think it has a really cool collegiate culture. Um, you know, they essentially have a pro sports team and, like, a really good one. So, you know, I put a lot more value in sports in my rankings than, I guess, any of the other rankings. But to me, um, you know, it's better than Mississippi. I feel like, you know, it's better than it's than some of its surroundings. So it's not like I have it in my top 20. I mean, the college culture, if you will. I mean, what you're talking about, those oak trees in Auburn getting poisoned? Like, is that really a All right, positive? That's one dude or two dudes, though. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like if you like I would have liked going to like Auburn. I feel like you have all these. I don't know. It would I you know. I don't know how it's really it, it is. Yet, it's a really fun experience to go to a couple college football games in the South. If you're a sports fan, and you haven't done that. It's uh, it's a very fun experience, but it's not something that I personally hang my hat on as like shooting it up the ranks. It's just a, another factor. Mm-hmm. All right. What's number next? 42 on our list. Uh, a big state, uh, a shitty state, the show me state, Missouri or Missouri, as they say. We're all yeah, pretty th- much in the same boat here. Uh, Akiva's actually slightly lowest at 38. I had it at 29. Antonio had it at 31. Antonio, what are your thoughts on Missouri? 
I go there a lot. Borders, Kentucky. Uh, I like St. Louis a, a good deal. Um, in terms of the city, it's very similar to Cincinnati. Best fans I'm in baseball. With it. Yeah, best <laughs> it fans in baseball. It has a lot of ups and most... downs, Missouri, right? Like, there's some good parts yes. and there's some parts that are disastrous. Yeah, I mean, you, the, win- the movie Winter. <laughs> yeah, the movie Winter's Bone accurately captures that whole boot heel thing. Branson, yeah, like... There are not there are a lot of things that not working necessarily in Missouri's favor. Uh, Kansas City is part Missouri, part in Kansas, obviously, and so that aspect of it is is great. But if you drive from St. Louis to Kansas City, you go basically around Columbia where UM is, but it is a it is a wasteland between those two big cities heading east west. So not a lot to hang its hat on, and the things that it has are not great. Yeah, there's a guy um, on Twitter who I follow who lives in Missouri who. I assume lives in a bigger city, but he, you know, you travel 15, 20 minutes outside of his house and he'll post pictures sometimes like, you know, hashtag Missouri life. I don't That's not really what he posts, but like, <laughs> the, you know, and it's, it's like really eye opening and shocking. It, you know, there's a lot, it's a lot of Confederate flags, but it's also a lot of like, just like very weirdness. Yeah, I mean, I live in Kentucky and have worked in politics in Kentucky, driven all over the state extensively. And I can tell you, I see a lot more overt signs of racism in Missouri than I do in Kentucky. Uh, Mm. So it's not, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if it's the Ozarks or what it is, if it's that Branson boot heel area, but there's a lot of uh, negative energy in that state in different parts of it. And it manifests all the way, like the areas surrounding St. Louis are really, really bad, obviously. And, you know, it's not not been in the news. It's not, never positive when your city has been in the news for active race riots in the last five years. <laughs> right. Uh, what's so next? Not a great mark for Missouri. All right. Next on our list, we have a state, um, another state that really benefited from Stately, who had it number seven overall, because Akiva and I both had it bottom four. And that's... Uh, Virginia's uh, little brother, West Virginia. Antonio, you have it up at 32. So why do you uh, relatively love West Virginia? Yeah, I, again, spent a lot of time there, and I, I feel like it, it gets a bad rap. I feel like that is a state, and I had a few on this list where I dropped them down significantly. When I feel like the state itself has essentially declared war on its citizens, I feel like that has extensively happened in West Virginia, and I can't necessarily blame West Virginians who have grown up uneducated because their state has refused to take uh, any kind of care in educating them. They've grown up with a lack of culture because no one in the state has put that forward. I don't blame the people in West Virginia for West Virginia, and I otherwise find it to be an absolutely incredibly gorgeous state. So uh, I think it's because I've spent the time there that I had a little higher on the list. Yeah, it's such a weirdly shaped state also. Like you have that top part, which Ohio and Pennsylvania look like they could squeeze off. And then, frankly, the whole eastern hand, or I don't know what you'd call it, but Virginia and Maryland could sort of cut that one off also. So West Virginia is really at the mercy of its neighbors. Yeah, if you drive from Cincinnati to New York, which I do sometimes, you are in West Virginia for about uh, 15 minutes, and then you end up (laughs) between Ohio and Pennsylvania. It is so weird that it's shaped like an oil can or something. It's literally shaped like the the, the product of its labor. It's fascinating. It's the least visited state in the United States. (laughs) Well, I almost <laughs> visited shocking. it by mistake because when I was driving once in college from D.C. to Philly, uh, I was going the wrong way on the highway. And this is like, you know, pre-GPS, GPS, obviously. But all of a sudden we saw a sign that said West Virginia, like 10 miles away. And we're like, oh, shit, we're going the wrong way. <laughs> this is not right. Yeah. The, the downside to what the real downside to West Virginia is, is there really are huge portions of the state where there are not even cell towers and cell service just doesn't work and i gotta say in 2017 that makes you feel truly lost like you are doomed and like you are literally two minutes away from disappearing never to be heard from again yeah i mean i do think it's it's an underrated thing now right but the parts of the united states i know there's definitely parts like this in canada 
Um, if you can't get good internet access, I feel like you need to move. If if you can move at this point, you know what I mean. It's like it's such it's it cripples your way of life so much, especially if you're like a podcast. But I would I would bet that West Virginia has one of the lowest mobility rates in the country. If I had oh yeah, guess. well it's what Akiva said. If you can yeah. move, a lot of the yeah. people there just can't. And it is uh, I Randy I don't Moss, Randy Moss and uh, and uh, White Chocolate got out, but. Yeah, they did. Uh, and I've been like, it's it's really, I don't live that far from West Virginia, actually. It's about a two hour drive for me. Uh, and I've, it's just, I don't, I, I don't mean to look down on it as much as I probably even do. Just because I don't, I, I guess see the, I see the sins of its people separate from the sins of the state. And I don't really hold it against the people who live there, that they live there uh, and that they're, they're miserable. I mean, they've had water crises in West Virginia for decades. Uh, and just because there aren't people there, uh, it doesn't even get talked about at all. It's, uh, it's really, it's just a tough state for sure. It's a really, really tough state. Not shocked that the, uh, that the real estate rankings had it so high because, uh, yeah, really, it's, I guess it's a buyer's market in West Virginia. Yep. All right, so let's get to number 40, and this is another state that's ranked way higher than it should be. Uh, that's Arkansas. Arkansas is, you know, a little better than Mississippi or Alabama, yet somehow uh, weaseled its way out of the bottom 10. And I tell you, once again, you're the highest on it, at least among us. You have it at 36. Yeah, again, just uh, having been there uh, and and knowing that it was a state that it's not a fully like just far gone state, but it's not that far from it. And like I said, my general rankings are, man, there aren't really that many good states, period. And so I started to get into a pick 'em once I got outside what were clearly the bottom 10 for me. So here we are. Yeah, to me, All Arkansas, right. there's really, again, no professional sports. There's no uh, education's weak. No one visits. Like there's really nothing in its favor. There's a, there's a town called Hope. It is. Yeah, there is. It is truly like one of the most nondescript states in the country. I was going to say the Clinton Presidential Library may be the number one tourist attraction in Arkansas. All right, so let's uh, stop talking about this Bork state. Let's get to number 39, New Mexico. This is a state Antonio loves. He has it at number 13. Akiva and I uh, hate New Mexico. So again, Antonio, tell us, other than Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, why do you love New Mexico? I've known a lot of people from New Mexico. Uh, there's just so I've, I think I've been maybe a little bit uh, brainwashed in terms of the culture, but the art... Uh, and the spirituality and the things that are a focus of a large parts of the population in New Mexico, are, I think, are, are more unique in terms of that. Uh, there is the Native American culture there as well that is very tapped in. It's a state that, like Texas and like Arizona, uh, has issues, of course, with the border and with immigrants, but unlike those two states, hasn't fully declared war on them in the way those other two states have. Uh, it's a state that can produce a guy like Bill Richardson and can have a positive uh, political impact that is not not purely like one shade of color. So I think that it's positive in that respect. And I just, I have, I guess I have very positive views. Wait, producing Bill Richardson's good or like the idea of a Bill Richardson? (laughs) The idea of a Bill Richardson. And as compared to other states, not hanging my hat on Bill Richardson. Honestly, in my head, Bill Richardson and Oliver Platt are kind of the same person at this point. (laughs) Which is a good thing. Like, I like Oliver Platt, so that works yeah. out just fine for me. True. Uh, but yeah, I just I think I have a very positive view of them culturally, uh, and I think that that really sets them apart. And again, I feel like as a state, they are less likely than many states with a similar makeup to really just be so hostile to the people who live there. So I'm, I guess I'm pro-New Mexico. But, New Mexico but also has like, a great flag. As, Can we say as that? Out, yeah, as outsiders, there's really no reason to go there, unless you're like a huge Breaking Bad fan who wants to see you know, the Breaking Bad stuff. Like, there's no reason to visit, and it's second to last in education also, so there's no reason to stay. 
Yeah, I guess the uh, the you know the Spanish colonial kind of uh, feel and all of everything that New Mexico maybe has more than any other state is not a hook for everyone. But I know people that go there, and there are a lot of spiritual retreats that go there for whatever reason. I do Who think knows? if I was like running away, and I, I feel like a lot of people in the witness protection program go to New Mexico. I feel like it's a great state for something like that. <laughs> I guess that should make it go higher on the yeah, list. It should go higher. Yeah, it should go higher. Should go higher. Yeah, it's good. Good, good for witness protection. Higher on the list. Yeah. Can we just quickly, uh, you know, we're not doing our state flag ranking podcast for another couple of weeks, but do you guys either, <laughs> either of you guys have any state flags you particularly love? I mentioned By the way, don't make jokes like, like that, because anytime I make an obviously fake joke, like when I say the podcast is going to be private from now on, we get emails saying, what's the password to the pro- podcast? When I Who said, said I'm joking? Why can't we do a state flag ranking podcast? Oh, okay. Podcast but I'm just saying, Pete, there's always at least one person who will take you literally, no matter what you say. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so first the, of all, uh, half, half the states have, like, just blue flag with their logo in the middle, their symbol, which is, you know, those are all tied for dead last. Cause those are that's what flags. Kentucky is, yeah. Minnesota has one of those also. New York yeah. has one of those, I think. I, by the way, I said, uh, Antonio, I said I liked uh, a Bulgarian survivor as a joke when we were, like, it just came up somehow on the last Survivor podcast I did. And I thought it was and, clearly joking, but people were like, hey, what's the link to watch Bulgarian Survivor? I hear it's really good. <laughs> I get myself in trouble with that as well, Akiva. So I know. But exactly I think so, I think it's about. my fault. I do think sarcasm, like you think when you're being sarcastic, it translates well. And to not not everyone does it translate well, I guess. Sometimes it goes over their heads. Yeah. Chester, what about the Maryland flag? That's the one that I can never get past. How ridiculous the Maryland flag is. It's also oh, like cool. It. Yeah, it's also cool, like but Catholic, it is ridiculous. It looks like a race car also. Yeah, I think it's a cool flag. Yeah, that is a and I there's a is that there's a podcast called Ninety Nine Percent Invisible I think that talks about design elements and they had a really interesting episode about how flags are made and the choices that states and cities make when they're making their flags and everything like that and they did a deep dive I think on the Washington state flag yeah that's my favorite I like the and it's the only green one I like the Washington state flag. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There, there are some good ones. I, the Maryland one is just fascinating to me. Like that's the one that if you look at like a, a map of the state flags, it jumps right off that map. Yeah, that's. So, it, I love it, Ohio it like because blood the shape. On it also. Ohio's got like the pennant on it. That's good. Yeah, we. I see that one obviously all the time, and that one is. Uh, that's a fun one for sure. I'm trying. Well, to how about there was how about this? One. Are there more Texas state flags in existence than all 49 other states combined? I say yes. Yeah, I think that's probably. I think people accurate. from Although, like. People, you go to summer camp, Chester, with a guy from Texas. He's bringing his Texas state flag. I'm from New York. I still don't know what a New York state flag looks like, really. Well, because again, you couldn't tell a New York or Minnesota or Kentucky flag. From, yeah, but you even know, you, like, I, what's the second most famous? Like the South Carolina one? Like, there's not really. Yeah, South Carolina people really do use that. They the, use that the one. Palmetto. California, and the it's yeah. so Calif- different I think looking. California is pretty famous, but it's not with that cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maryland's pretty iconic. But also, California is um, a little bit. Nobody has like California State Pride. You have like L.A. Pride or like Bay Area Pride or San Diego. Yeah, Pride no Cal or, versus SoCal. Yeah, so, nobody, uh, has, nobody has. Mike State Mike Pride. Mike Pesca, who hosts the uh, the Slate Gist, one of my favorite podcasts. He's a big vexillologist, which is the term that's what it's called. Of flags. Yeah. yeah. So he does a lot of discussions of uh, of flags every once in a while. So yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, that conversation. All right, let's uh, keep on going. Number 38 on our list is Kansas. And I actually see I'm highest on Kansas Among Us. I have it at 28. Um, you know, I'm not sure why. I guess it, it has good college basketball. It has, uh, you know, Kansas City, although, you know, it's largely in Missouri. But it, Yeah, well, it, that's, that's nice the big town. knock, that, like, it's, it's cucked by its own city, right? Yeah. That, like, Kansas, <laughs> that's, Kansas that's, City that's a valid point. is in Missouri, but you know what I mean? Like, that's, it's yeah. like New Jersey. They're the New Jersey of, of, the, of the Midwest. That's ridiculous. 
And they, yeah. when you're in Kansas City, Kansas, they call it KCK. They don't even refer to it as Kansas City. They call it KCK. Yeah. That's wow. what they call yeah. it. Sad. It's now, sad. it probably gets really... a lot of points for Antonio for the barbecue, right? But that doesn't help us as people who eat kosher. There's probably not a single like kosher barbecue restaurant in Kansas. No, and even with the the great barbecue that I've had in Kansas City, uh, it's 47 on my list. Just oh, okay. because yeah. you talk you about hate you talk about, yes, well, I hate brown back yet. I help brown back. Well, okay, but so, subtract I mean? the last six years, which has been universally derided as a failure. You, you know, no matter how partisan you are, and would you still yeah. have Kansas this low? No, if you were making no, no. this ranking in 2008. No, no, definitely not. I mean, okay. Thomas Frank still wrote What's the Matter with Kansas uh, yeah. before that. I think that was in like 2002 or 2003. Yeah. So the stirrings of the movements that produced Brown Bakistan were, were already well in play uh, before that. But it is uh, it definitely completely reflective of that. I mean, it's just you're, you're talking about like uh, unprecedented stuff going on there with the party voting against the governor and things like that. Like it is truly outrageous what's happened in Kansas. So that and I, I've been there. I worked for a company that was headquartered in Overland Park in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been there. Spent, That's where our yeah, people live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I spent a lot. Of, I spent a lot of time there. That's fine. You know, it's a it's an industrial like built out suburban area, which is fine. Uh, but the rest of Kansas, you talk about a wasteland. It's on it's on par with uh, with Oklahoma. The Koch brothers built the arena for Wichita State. Like it is not a good state. Sorry, you know, I, I feel like it's I feel like it's one of these like if you live there, you actually like Kansas. But again, there's no reason to visit and nobody actually does visit. Yeah, Lawrence is a great reason to visit. I think Chester hit the nail on the head with with KU and the basketball there being so awesome. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. 36 and 37, very different states, but I'm going to combine them the way that they were once combined by some provincial New York stand-up comedian I heard in college. He uh, referred to it as Ohio. We have Idaho at 37. We have Ohio at 36. These are two states where the three of us, our rankings were all by the way, the they, they're like two states with the least in common. I have no idea yeah, why ex- they were exactly. combined. <laughs> well, like okay, one so is big, Idaho, one is small. Yeah. yeah, Idaho, I rank it at 22, uh, mostly because of the physical beauty and the potatoes. Uh, Antonio ranks it at 35. Kiva hates Idaho. You have it at 46. So to me, it's a nothing. It's not bias. a negative. To me, Idaho is the biggest nothing state. But there's it's so just, many negative states. So why do yeah, you Yeah, I know. Five? But like at least at least like... You know, bring something to the table, even if it's bad. Don't bring nothing. Uh, Idaho's bringing nothing. I've never met a person from Idaho. I feel like I've met a person from all 49 other states, but not from Idaho. But you just said on Seinfeld last week how much you love potatoes. I like potatoes, but you know what? I'll get my potatoes elsewhere. I'll get them from Ireland or something. (laughs) If you're boycotting Idaho potatoes, the price of potatoes is going to skyrocket. It's going to really affect your lifestyle. Something tells me any potatoes you eat, Kiev, are not coming from Idaho. They're you know coming what? From it's, it's also like the sports scene in Idaho is as bad as any other state in the country, right? What are they? The Idaho Vandals? Yeah, the Vandals. Yeah. No, you're right. It is not. It's well, not. No, great. they have Boise, they have Boise, State, Boise State, right? State, right? No, so yeah, I take Boise it back. State. They do have Boise State. And a blue so. turfed field. Yeah, right, so, okay. Yeah. I would actually go to a Boise State game, but still. When I did my now, state sports rankings, I don't think I had Idaho dead last. No, no. Not with Boise State, they wouldn't be dead last. Yeah. I mean, Alaska... How could Alaska not be that last? I went to law school with a guy who went to Idaho State, and I was shocked to learn of the like blood feud between Idaho State and. <laughs> oh, I hope you State. teased like, him that he probably couldn't shocked. get into Idaho proper, and he had to go to Idaho State. <laughs> no, well, yeah, of course I did, but no, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I had Idaho pretty low on the list, and it's for that reason. I just, uh, it, it is. I just don't associate anything really positive. I don't think I know Idaho State's a D1 school, so no one, no one's ever heard of it. You guys are making me retroactively regret my ranking of 22 for Idaho. I don't know what I was thinking. All right, let's get to Ohio. Ohio, another massive disparity in our ranking. This is crazy. Ohio, this is crazy to have Ohio here. 
Okay, so Ohio is generally considered the Florida of the North. You know, people often play the game, is it uh, Florida yes. or Ohio? They're both yep. such garbage states with so many weirdos living in them. Uh, also, obviously, I have a bias towards Michigan, so I hate Ohio for that reason. Um, I have it at 40. Akiva, you have it at 4! Yeah, you it's love... a great... And, and I want to know Thrill, Antonio, hold because... Thrillist has Antonio's it at 40. Antonio's rating actually matters, because he, like, essentially lives there. So where, where did you rank Ohio, Antonio? 17. I have it at 17, and, and I feel like it's... you're garbage clo- state, Chester. It's cl- I feel like it's closer to Chester than Akiva. No, but uh, even though my number is closer to you, than the three his, worst uh, states according to our pop culture are Florida, Arizona, and Ohio, which is like Thrillist had those at forty eight, forty nine, fifty. So Akiva, I need you yeah. to defend number four because number four is a massively high ranking. Yeah, okay. I mean, here's here's, here's how I defend it. I've been there. I had an, a good time there. Everyone was nice. The, it has three different cities. It that fucks have, up every election. It has three <laughs> different cities that have multiple. Uh, you know, professional sports franchises. Nobody else can say that other than California and Florida. Uh, yeah, and I guess in Florida. Um, yeah. Three, right? Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. You got the Football Hall of Fame. It's a good place. Um, you got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hey, I, I've been the, there. I, Ohio, yeah. you got Menor, Ohio. No, I don't, I don't know much about Menor, Ohio. But the, <laughs> the, the, I used to work with a girl, and she called it Menor, and it's M-E-N-T-O-R. Um, the, I don't know. I, I feel like they got Ohio State, which is like real, you know, really good at both sports. I don't know why you're hating on Ohio. You got LeBron there. Well, yeah, LeBron me, ran this, away from Ohio. This is a here. this is a hot button question, but it's not often I get to podcast with two guys who wear yarmulkes. Cincinnati brags that it's the birthplace of the rabbinical seminary or whatever that founded. I think Reform it's the Reform Judaism. Judaism. Yes, yeah, Reform Judaism. That's what I was asking. So is that a point in its favor or not? <laughs> I didn't even think about it, to be honest. <laughs> well, the, the, I'm just telling you locally. That's a, for Cincinnati. That that's talked about. Like people within the city. Sure, like, I'm sure it was a big deal in like 1750 when they started it. Also, I think it was like yeah. it was it very was like progressive. It was very but. progressive. Right, Reform Judaism is actually not that old. It it was very progressive of them then. It's only 12th in uh, states to visit, which, considering how big it is, isn't great. But it's not a disaster. Uh, educationally, I think it's middle of the pack. Um. U.S. News has it at 35, which is very low, especially among big states. I have, lowest, a, I don't know, I have uh, different rankings here. And also I have rings broken down by pre-K, which really matters, versus higher education, which just means state schools, which doesn't, like, I mean, like Massachusetts isn't one. Okay, fine. But, like, you know, if you throw right, in. Akiva, you have not made a solid argument for why you have it number four overall. All right, maybe I'm too high in Ohio. I just thought, like, this is a good state. I have nothing bad to say about Ohio. I mean. All right, so then you rank at twentieth, not fourth. No, I I like Ohio. I'm pro Ohio. Uh, I think I don't hate Cleveland. I don't hate Columbus. I feel like Columbus is a happening city that's that's like moving up in the you know in the the, the powerings and and uh, I got no problem with Cincinnati. People say it's annoying to get to Cincinnati from New York. That's that's the knock I heard. That that interesting like, for a big city. I've had what's like, the hub? Is this, what's the hub like airline for Cincinnati? Well, it was Delta, but Delta pulled out about uh, 15 years ago after right after 9-11. So it is it collapsed and it, it is regularly voted the number one airport in the U.S. Mm. But that's because it was built for so much. And as a result, it's got like, you know, massive security lines and no one ever in them. It has incredible amenities at the gates with no one lining up to fly like it is built for Procter and Gamble's headquartered in Cincinnati. So there are there is a lot of inter- international travel associated with that obviously it is a it is a major draw in that regard and so the airport itself has always been in and out but it is it's probably very problematic right now without delta for sure because delta had such a lockdown in this area that we didn't even have we just got southwest in cincinnati last week 
It was the first ever flights of Southwest in Cincinnati. So that is a work in progress for sure. For me, I guess I don't see it as a top five state. I couldn't. I know too many people from Ohio, and I know what pieces of garbage some of them are to rank <laughs> it in, as a top five. Uh, but I, I also I mean, know you probably have family from, in Ohio. In other words, everybody live in Kentucky. My dad was born in Ohio. Okay. My my uncles live in Ohio. Like uh, my my mom's relatives, a lot of them live in Ohio. Like I have a lot of people in Ohio. If like, somebody it, if if somebody asks you and you don't want to continue the conversation past this, where do you live? Do you say Cincinnati or do you say Kentucky? If I'm in the U.S., I say Kentucky. If I'm out of the country, I might say Cincinnati. Just why? Because, because they well think that you're afraid they're going to think you're like a hick, or if, because they you're, you want them to have heard of it. Yeah, that and and to know like approximately where it might be and all of that. Like I've said Kentucky in Europe, and they're like, oh, like Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I'm oh, like, oh yeah, yes, the like truth Kentucky is Kentucky's Fried more chicken. famous than Cincinnati because of KFC. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, because of KFC and the Kentucky Derby. But like, yeah, Kentucky, I mean, yeah the, the, I, it, Cincinnati's more famous. Like if you're a football fan, that's other than that, yeah. Cincinnati's not, not. I don't know. Every time I mention Cincinnati in Europe, they're like, oh, that's where the uh, Reform Judaism was founded in 1871. <laughs> 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 nice. I'm telling you, Cincinnati brags about this, and I don't. I've never known if it's like, uh, oh, that's a cat, that's a feather in our cap or if we like founded uh, something that is derided widely around the i mean world. i don't but, uh, i mean i you know i guess it's better than not founding i don't know yeah i don't know anyway as a result like uh, there's there's just a lot of uh, unusual stuff in cincinnati that that cincinnati brags about it's the birthplace of professional baseball it's a beautiful city but the rest of ohio is cornfields except for when you get to cleveland you've got the great lakes and things like that so geographically ohio is not a gorgeous state by any stretch uh, it there it doesn't have really the Appalachian appeal of some of these other states to the east and south of it. It uh it just it's not the the best state, but I think that's seventeen. I feel good about that. All right, let's get to number thirty five on our list. Thirty five for a very blah uh, suburban state, although it is wealthy, but it's uh, in sort of a very waspy, again, very vanilla, uninteresting way, and that's Connecticut. Uh, I have Connecticut at thirty six. Uh, Antonio has it at thirty nine. Akiva relatively high in Connecticut. He has a number nineteen. So I should Akiva, have it at one, honestly. One. Well, I'm a oh, UConn, a UConn fan. Yeah, I mean, like that's first of all, they have the UConn women, the best, the best sports team in the United States in any sport, no question. Um, haven't lost two games in a row in 25 years. That's pretty ridiculous. Um, the yeah, to me, it's all about UConn. I will say the Connecticut. The reason I really put it at 19, and I was gonna put it much higher, is it's the biggest underachieving state in the union because it should be a top five state. It has big cities with people with a lot of money, and you th- and like it just never was able to build off that. And become a destination for you know like upper middle class people like wh- why well, but, are there- but it is but that's all it is it's not really it's, it's not even upper middle class you know, with it's kids like named Chip upper, and, uh- it's like upper class and then there's like actually a lot of like like you know like like there's almost no middle class it's like lower class cities you know it's like- you're a uh- your recent SNL uh, host musical guest guest here on Thirty Two Fans Mike Bloom is from Connecticut he's from Connecticut yeah. I'm guessing yes. he's not from like Brid, you know, from like the, the he's probably from like Stanford or something. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, In Sonia, I don't know, sure. some fancy place. I, I'm just guessing. <laughs> I have no idea. Where All right, doing. anyways, Connecticut has nothing going for it. It's boring. But I it, guess that's my point. It is fan, boring, and so. it shouldn't be boring. I feel like they're so close to New York. You know, we but it's went the, to school. But that's why it's so boring. It's like the most again. It's just so. When you go to new school in New York, there are kids go. who like commuter from Connecticut every day. Like it's close enough that it should take more advantage of the fact that it's driving distance from Manhattan, and it doesn't. But that's all it is. It's just suburbs. It's boring. And well, I'm from I'm from a suburb of New York City. That's not boring. That would be number one if it was a state. <laughs> yeah. Well, be, all right. Okay. Let's let's move on. Let's move to number thirty-four. Mm. Big disparity here. State of Georgia. 
Yeah. Uh, Akiva loves Georgia. He has it at 11. I'm pretty high. I have it at 18. But Antonio has Georgia down at 44. So, Antonio, why do you hate Georgia? South Georgia is a wasteland. South Georgia could be the Middle East uh, in in like uh, in terms of just like there are parts of it where you're like, where am I? Like, am I in America? Okay, but, but Atlanta is like the New York of the South. Yeah. Atlanta is the New York of the South. But the, the other thing is like, uh, I, and I like Atlanta. We go there. I mean, should we Cincinnati, blame North Florida for South Georgia, though? It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but but South Georgia is like several hours. It's like once you and Savannah is a gorgeous city too. Yeah, Savannah and Charleston are really like the two hottest cities now. Yeah, and they're they're not far apart. It's like a forty minute drive between the two. Uh, and Savannah's not not you know it's down tucked in the corner, but Atlanta Atlanta does not save Georgia for me. I think Georgia is a, a pretty a pretty terrible state. I, I went down and saw this laser show that they uh, project on the side of Stone Mountain. Mm. And the, the highlight of said laser show was near the end when a Confederate soldier doffed his cap and saluted the, the crowd. And the crowd all cheered like it was the best thing they'd ever seen. And I thought, wow, okay, yeah, I am in Georgia. And Stone Mountain, by the way, is North Georgia and not far from Atlanta. You're talking about a bedroom community of Atlanta in Stone Mountain. And yet that's the behavior. So as much as Atlanta is like this, you know, this uh, beacon or this great city for many people who, who flock there from other southern cities. It is a smack dab in the middle of a state that's not great. But I, I suspect the sports of Georgia had a major impact on your ranking as well. Well, but they're terrible And also fans. Atlanta is really, yeah, it's a bad yeah, they sports are terrible town. Uh, I mean, you know, a I new guess baseball stadium. Even Georgia what? Tech is one of the biggest underachievers of the last 20 years. Uh, although, I mean, it's a good school, but it's, you know, in terms of sports. Um, to me... Uh, Atlanta, first of all, like culturally, it's it's certainly the center of the South. The amount of rappers they've produced recently is, you know, is probably like the actually the problem with Atlanta. And I, I haven't spent a lot of time there. People say is that it's like the worst built city that it could take like it's two terrible. hours to. That's it's that's terrible. really their big problem. I think that like it's yeah, just hard to get around. Tom Wolfe wrote that whole book called A Man in Full, which is in part like a summary of how Atlanta was built. And it really is like six or seven separate downtown areas that have all sprung up. You cannot, it's, in Atlanta, the people that I know, they live, work, and play in the same neighborhoods because you can't live on one side of Atlanta and like, and celebrate on the other side of Atlanta at night. It's just impossible to get around. The traffic is miserable. The MARTA is okay. Like it's better than other states mass transit, but it's not great. And it's just, it is a difficult city logistically for sure. Yeah. You read stories about people who have like two hour commutes each way and stuff like that. Nightmare. Nightmare. What's yeah, next? Antonio, to quote the uh, former Senator from Georgia, Zell Miller, I ought to challenge you to a duel for the way you have defamed that state. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we'll move on up. Number 33. This is a state with rankings all over the map. Uh, U.S. News ranks this dead last, the worst state in America from a oh, no. sort of objective scientific perspective. Thrillist loves this state. They have it number five, I assume, ex- exclusively because of one city and the culture and food of that city. I'm um, speaking, of course, of Louisiana. Um, we also have rankings all over. I have it at 35. Uh, Antonio has it at 43. And Akiba, you have it all the way up at 24. So, uh, Akiba, why do you have Louisiana so high at 24? I mean, again, it's, I guess it depends on how much you factor in the Louisiana thing. It's similar to Nevada, right? How much credit, if you like Vegas, how much credit are you going to give the whole state for their one city? And I guess even Atlanta with Georgia. I mean, it does have Savannah and Macon, I guess. I don't know. But, like, right? Some of, some of these, some of these middle sized states are one major city dependent. And the ones that don't have the major city, those are the ones we already talked about because they stay. Yeah, but there's like, okay, so there's the, New, there's the Louisiana of New Orleans, and then there's Louisiana of like Angola prison. Sure. No, Louisiana <laughs> has, has as many problems as probably like the 50th ranked state or, you know, that's Florida. So the 49th ranked state. But 
I, I think, like, would we go visit? Yeah, of course. We'd go visit New Orleans in a second, and we'd have a great time. The fact that it's, you know, um, you know that it's surrounded maybe by, by cities that, we, you know, wouldn't be super interested in, fine. But uh, what's, this, what's, like, the second major city in Louisiana? Probably Baton Rouge, right? Yeah, and Baton Rouge. That's so basically LSU. New Orleans. Yeah, you have LSU. Yeah. You have it's not a great pro sports town, right? You just have the basketball team that has one player, but doesn't really have a fan base yet. And you have obviously. Well, hold on. States. So, my, to me, the best thing about Louisiana is per capita, Louisiana has produced far and away the best basketball talent. Can I just read you a bunch of guys who were born in the state of sure. Louisiana? I don't know how that's yeah. going to really help us, like, want to visit there or something, but yeah. Bill Russell. Okay. Willis Reed, Bob Pettit, Robert Parrish, Carl Malone, Elvin Hayes, Clyde Drexler, Joe Dumars. And again, those are all Hall of Famers from one tiny state with a population of what, like three or four million. So mm-hmm. uh, the only states with more basketball talent are New- uh, born there are New York and California, arguably. And those are states obviously with dramatically larger populations. So but Nevada is the third most visited state. And New Orleans or Louisiana is 29th. So New Orleans, I guess, not as much of a draw as we would think. It's a bit of a surprise. I would much rather spend time in New Orleans. I've only been there once, but you cannot spend more than four to eight hours in Vegas. You know, you really run out of time. Whereas mm-hmm. when I was, when I visited New Orleans, I felt like I could have been there longer. Yeah, uh, I, it's a tough state to rate. What's next? All right, uh, next is a state that I'm probably the only one of us who has been to. I've been there multiple times, actually. North Dakota, number thirty-two. Is that so true, Antonio? Have you not been there? I have not been to North Dakota. All right. Even though uh, I'm the one who has been there, uh, I have it ranked lowest. I have it down at 41. You guys are much higher. You have it well, at Well, maybe because you were there. Yeah, you perhaps as a result of you being there, right? <laughs> U.S. News loves North Dakota. They have it all up at number four, actually. It's, it's doing pretty well right now. It's uh, pretty wealthy, I think, uh, with oil and stuff. But um, North Dakota is South Dakota's ugly brother. There's nothing to do there. Ask Chuck Klosterman. Ask anybody who spent time there. There's really nothing. There's no culture there. There's, you know, South Dakota has a lot going on. North Dakota, you know... There's no reason it should be a state. It should be. It should merge back in with South Dakota, except that South Dakota doesn't want it. So North should Dakota be, sucks. What would it be called? And, like um, Super Dakota? That would actually be a cool state. Just, just call it Dakota. <laughs> all right, Dakota so Supreme. All. Yeah, we're skipping Dakota. We're moving on up to uh, number thirty-one, Tennessee. Uh, a bit surprising to me how low Tennessee is because you know Tennessee's got all you know has got like four major cities in sort of opposite corners of the state. It's got a lot of interesting culture. I mean, it's got music, it's got history, it's got good sports, both college and pro. Uh, I was highest on it at twenty. Uh, you guys are a bit lower. Uh, Kiva, you're 30. And Antonio, you probably have the most Tennessee experience. You have it at 27. So to you, it's a very middle-of-the-road state. Yeah, it's it's middle-of-the-road. That's another state that because of issues with income tax, there are issues across the board with uh, state programs and their ability to deliver. They just have a higher sales tax ultimately, and so that's what they base their state on. And that causes a lot of issues, I think, for people that live there. And it, <clears throat> they're subtle, they're small, but they're prevalent, and they radiate throughout. I have a lot of relatives and friends who live there. I've gone to Nashville a bunch. Uh, I've gone to basically all the big cities in Tennessee. Are you a Nashville guy or Memphis. a Memphis guy? Uh, probably more of a Nashville guy. Uh, I've been to Memphis a few times, but uh, but I like So Nashville Nashville's better. country and Memphis is blues, right? Yeah, and I I would prefer the, the what's blues music. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, trains and Lookout Mountain. Yeah, it's yeah. not not great, but uh, yeah, Chattanooga's okay. Like the, the Tennessee's fine. I, like I said, I had twenty seven, which like I said, there's a lot of states where I'm just like, okay, this is pretty much a pick 'em. But Tennessee also a lot of racism. The old I always like I always like University great. of Tennessee. I feel like I love the colors. I would like going there. There's some pretty ladies. I do think the. Um, I, to me, it's like Nashville and Memphis. If I had to go there, I would be thrilled, but I would also never go there on my own. Like, they're great cities to visit, but they would never be at the top of my list. 
Memphis has some of the same civil rights stuff, obviously, that Alabama does. They've, there's a, unfortunately, with the hotel and everything with Martin Luther King Jr., there are there's a darker side of that. But uh, Memphis has Graceland. Memphis has uh, a lot of great opportunities uh, for music. Uh, but so does Nashville. I mean, Knoxville, I think, is the, the hidden gem. So oh, well, that's for me. That's no good. No, no I'm the, I don't have any opinion. <laughs> Knoxville's the hidden gem. You really would like UT. You would like uh, yeah. just the the stadium there. It it's seems right like a river, friendly like... state, Tennessee, also. It seems like a very friendly southern state. Yeah, they had the 1984, I think, World's Fair, 82 World's Fair in Knoxville, and it's it still is like part of their culture there, which is very weird. Like but Queens. that's about all they've got. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting state, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, break into the top 30. And here's another state that I might guess that I'm the only one who's been to it, and I'm also, yet again, the one who's ranked it lowest by far, except (laughs) Stately hates the state. They have it third worst, mostly because it's overflowing with Arby's and Nickelback concerts, apparently. (laughs) Uh, This is the boring and uh, completely uh, ignorable state of Nebraska at number 30. Mm. Uh, I have it at 38. Antonio was at a 22. And Akiva, you love it. You have it at 12. So why do you love Nebraska? I mean, it's just fine. To me, it's not objectionable at all. And 12, 12 means more than not objectionable. 12 means you affirmatively love I don't know. I always li- I like the Cannon Crows song. Omaha, somewhere in middle America. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, you don't need strong reasons between like 12 and 35 here. But I, I don't know. Fair. I would like to be in Nebraska. I would hang out in Nebraska. I'd have a good time. Have you guys, have either one of you been in Nebraska? I've no. not been, no. Yeah. So, uh, again, much gonna. like North Dakota, I've been there, and you can take my word for it. Uh, move it down your rankings. <laughs> All right. Next on our list at number 29. <laughs> is one of the more unique states of the union, I would think, uh, and that is Utah. And Akiva and I, middle of the road on Utah, we have it at 23 and 26 respectively, but Antonio is anti-Utah. He's at down to 38. So, Antonio, why do you hate Utah? I think Utah has a lot of appeal, but also Utah has a lot of negativity. I have uh, My best friend in law school was a Mormon. I have a lot of Mormon friends that were from Utah. They talk about the bubble that forms around Salt Lake City, and it's, yeah. not, it's more pervasive and I think more uh, difficult in terms of the problems it causes the individuals that live in it than the bubbles we talk about with elections or politics. Um, this is a bubble that completely impacts every aspect of people's lives, and Salt Lake is maybe what what other cities are there in Utah? There's Provo, uh, and I just the, the, it's just not a state that I think has a lot to offer. There's a lot of natural beauty in Utah. Yeah, a lot of good sure. skiing in Utah. A lot of good skiing. Yeah, if you're a, a skier, good water Utah skiing. has to be high up on the list. I'm gonna stereotype here, but it's a positive stereotype, so I think it's okay. Have either one of you ever met an unfriendly Mormon? No, no, uh, no. It doesn't I, exist. I, I, yeah, I love uh, I love the Latter Day Saints. I really do, and. Um, so that's fine, but the problem is, I think in Utah there is a lot of uh, the, when the bubble forms, it's very. There, so is that a lot for the just, people in it, or you're saying is it bad to be an outsider? Both. It's for the people in it, and it's bad to be an outsider. It, the the homogeneous. There's just not a ton of opinion. Jews in Utah, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's a that's there's not a ton of anything other than Mormons right. in Utah, and uh, and that I think is it's fine because the Mormon people generally are decent people, but it's not good in terms of the in terms of just the the cultural appeal. Of course, Mormons are pulling people from all over the world and bringing them into Salt Lake City, so there is that. But it just doesn't have a broad spectrum of viewpoint. And it's a lot of people who are, are likely to believe the same things in terms of their religion. And I think that produces a lot of the same results from the people from the state. And that's for good and bad. Yeah, I got to be honest. If Evan McMullen had managed to pull off uh, and win the state of Utah last year, I think it would have bo- boosted about 10 spots higher in my ranking. <laughs> yeah, 20 for me. So I'm on, yeah. I'm on point with that. Yeah. 
it's kind of crazy in hindsight. Like when we go back in history and look, like there was an Olympics in Utah. Now again, we know it was because of grass. Well, and summer Olympics could literally be anywhere that there's snow. Winter Olympics, you mean? The Winter Olympics could be anywhere that with. Yeah, but it was just such a random place. And again, we know the reason was because of bribery. But still, it's sort of crazy that there was an Olympics in Utah. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, number twenty-eight on the list. Uh, this is a state that I've been to. I don't know about you guys, and this is a state where I'm really high. I have it all the way up at number seventeen, and Akiva hates the state. He has a forty-five. So he's going to have to explain that. Wow. I'm talking about the beautiful state of South Dakota. Yeah, I just think it's worse than North Dakota. That's why it's 45. Yeah, in, in what way is it worse than North Dakota? I've never heard. That's like the worst hottest sports I've ever teams, heard. Uh, worst schools. Wait, what? Worst sport? South Dakota actually has a team. You know that what? And Mount Rushmore is South trash. Dakota... It's the most overrated place in the whole country. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> okay, Mount Rushmore overrated, but there's a lot of. First of all, Tony was talking about this before. A lot of great Native American culture there, and the Badlands are one of the coolest, yes. most beautiful places in the world. Well, I didn't even know they existed till two seconds ago. At least I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, because you never heard South, of <laughs> South Dakota. All right, so uh, you've obviously never been to South Dakota, uh, Antonio. Have you been to South, South Dakota? Yeah, just to well, no. Uh, I've it's a long story. No, I don't get to count it apparently. So, okay. uh, you, so, so you have not been to Wall Drug. No, no. You don't get uh, and, uh, Yeah, so, no. Throughout the state of South Dakota, there's like every mile there's a bumper sticker that says just twenty seven or two hundred and forty three more miles to to Wall Drug, and then you know just and it's just endless. There's so many bumper, and so the the consequence is that every single person driving through South Dakota stops at Wall Drug because of all the signs. And it's just a drugstore, but it's brilliant marketing because now it's become like multiple. It's not just one. Now it's like a whole like almost strip mall just selling crap that says I went to Wall Drug. So it's really brilliant marketing, actually. But every person who's ever driven through the state of South Dakota stops there. But yeah, South Dakota, it has Mount Rushmore, which is iconic. It has the Badlands, which is beautiful. Is and it's Sturgis thousand- in South Dakota? Yeah, it has Sturgis. Yeah, you is see a lot a of motorcycles. Is that positive or negative, though? I'm anti-motorcycle. That's what They're I was asking. Dangerous. Yeah, that's what I wasn't sure about. I mean, I, I think you know, I, I think no one motorcycles should be illegal. That's one of my. It's updates. not for me, but yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I will say this: there's a lot of uh, graphic depictions of dead babies on the uh, on the uh, on those signs along the highway in South Dakota that are not for wall drug. So you know, that's a little what, bit distasteful. like anti-abortion ads. What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like very graphic ones that you know I think probably could cause accidents and would distract drivers and you know in most states might not be illegal. But uh, so yeah, I, I'm pro South Dakota. It's a very beautiful. Uh, it has a lot of unique things going for it, and um, you know it kicks North Dakota's ass. Okay, well maybe we'll have right. a Dakota off one day and we'll see what's yeah. better. There's no reason to have a Dakota off. Nobody thinks that North Dakota's better, including people from North Dakota. Everyone in North Dakota thinks North Dakota's better. Yeah, I don't know. All right, number twenty-seven, another beautiful Western state. A bit surprised. Uh, we all had it in the 30s, actually. So I'm a bit surprised it's this low, considering its uh, physical beauty and all the, the the national parks. Wyoming, nice looking uh, flag. Also, they got a nice big buffalo on it. So Akiva, yeah, I just... you, you both uh, have it at number 37. So why don't you speak simultaneously about uh... boring? It's boring. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say same thing. Why? I just have never been enticed to go to Wyoming. I'm sure it's beautiful, but I'm not sure what there is in addition to that beauty or what beauty they have that isn't present in places like Montana or Utah that I've already been. Yeah. All right. Okay. And I think we're going to have to split this podcast into two episodes because we've spent so much time talking about these trashy bottom 26 states. So we're going to end today on number 26, which is the best state among the loser states. Among 26 to 50, this is the best state. Uh, it is the home of one of our podcasters today, and that is the state of Kentucky. So uh, you win the consolation bracket. You finish in 26th place. Uh, we are all over the map. I had Kentucky at 26 exactly. Uh, nice. 
Antonio had it at 16, uh, I would say understandably. Akiva hates Kentucky, has it down at 44. So To Akiva, be fair, and I so really thought about it, and I remembered that we have Antonio coming on, I would have given it like a pity. <laughs> I would have given it a pity 20. I don't have anything bad so to say about So it would have been Kentucky out of the bottom half. Other than, other than I hate John Calipari so much, and their football team stinks, and they shouldn't be that bad and be in the SEC. You're and I hate Louisville. Takes. I hate Calipari and Patino so much. So the fact that both they live there means I probably couldn't live in the state right now. You hate Italians who are associated with college <laughs> basketball, except you love Gino for some reason. Uh, I don't. But yeah, Gino Oriema. I don't even love him. I just love the UConn women's team. Yeah, listen. I feel like any. I feel like any ranking for Kentucky that wasn't in the top ten would be justified. It is a state that is comes attendant with a whole host of problems. As I said, this the identity of it's not even a state. First of all, it's a commonwealth, uh, and that so is, is Pennsylvania. You just, just saying that yeah. makes me happy. I put it at forty four now. But so, <laughs> no, so, is so is Pennsylvania. The truth is, I think like I like justified right? so much. I feel like it, you know, justified alone should put Kentucky. I like the word hollers. I like I, I like the fact that can, they're hollers. Can I That's list cool. some things that Kentucky brings to the table, which are amazing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, please. For, first of all, bourbon. And chicken. I'm a, I'm a hardcore bourbon guy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, Hunter S. the Hunter S. Thompson uh, story about the Kentucky Derby, if not the Kentucky Derby itself, that's pretty yep. damn good. Yeah, I should have yep. counted the Kentucky Derby. That's good. I yeah. regret this. Thrill- Thrillist, by the way, has Kentucky number three, which is shockingly high. Um, not a lot we of love goop. our Arby. We love our Arby's. There. No, yeah, we love our Arby's and don't love our goop. So there you go. No, no, that that was that was uh, the 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 other the uh, estate. Oh, that wasn't Thriller. Okay, yeah. yeah. Thrill, Thrillist was the one who was just sort of doing it like the way we're doing it, just out of uh, Kentucky is, is middle of the road on the estately list. Actually, I got bad news to you. Arby's, the third most Arby's in the country and the eighth, <laughs> mo- and the eighth most vape shops in the country. Yes, that, that story checks out. Uh, but you save big, yourself because nobody likes goop and there are no magicians in the whole state of Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we beat them all out with a uh, stick. We yeah, chased Antonio them made them disappear. Yes, I was the uh, St. Patrick of Kentucky and drove the magicians out. No, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, I, I love Kentucky. It's, fu- it's fascinating because everyone's like, uh, it's been in the news this, this last, the last few months politically because all, it became a right-to-work state, and it's because it's the first Republican House in 100 years. We've only had two Republican governors in the last 50. We went blue for Bill Clinton like it's not a totally twisted law state. And yet our senators are Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Uh, our politics and in, in terms of the governor's mansion, he was elected with like 16 percent of the vote. It is a really pathetic state corrupt. It's a super corrupt state. The education, the health care are, are, bo- are both really, really poor. It is run in many parts of the state by big coal companies. Yet it's a gorgeous state. And there are a lot of good things going for it. So I could I think any ranking is justified other than top 10. And I what, use justified. Well, why would it? So I've been talking a lot about like, why would I visit the state other than the Kentucky basketball? team which i hate and the kentucky derby and the yeah. kentucky oh fine so other than the kentucky but derby, it's on chavez which, so that's a problem it doesn't you. help me and also the, yeah, yeah you don't drink smelly. so the bourbon trail yeah i don't yeah, i don't akiva, drink. akiva doesn't drink and akiva yeah. doesn't dress up so he's not gonna go to the derby my my wife's dad my father-in-law and her brothers lo- like they all they do they're all about bourbon so they like go there and they go to like every yeah. bourbon place and they love it like that's their like graceland but to me yeah it doesn't do anything for me yeah, if you don't like bourbon, horse racing, bluegrass. I'm fine uh, with horse racing, but only for yeah. like, that only gives me like two hours. Only for the jockeys. <laughs> <laughs> you like the dressage too, right, Akiva? Yeah. No, uh, I'm anti-dressage. 
but anyway, the, it, there's the, Muhammad Ali's from Louisville. They're building out like the they have a Muhammad Ali Center there. They have the Louisville Slugger Museum. I think you'd really like the Louisville Slugger Museum, Akiva. Like I know cool. you're a sports fan. Like there's a. There's I mean, a hook you for do that, know that so. I don't like leaving my house, so I would I would like it if they could bring it to me. <laughs> also, right. all wooden baseball bats look the same. What the hell are they going to show in that museum? Oh, they show how they're made. They show the history of them. They show why they choose the wood they choose. It is actually a really uh, as a baseball okay. fan, like it's, it's a, a great hater, trip. Chester. No, Sorry. no, he's right though. Like uh, they do all look the same, but yeah, it's a. There's a lot going on in Kentucky. They they want you to think there is uh, more going on than there is, but there. I hate the Wildcats as well, Akiva. So you're not alone in that in that in that hatred. I don't like Louisville either. I'm a Cincinnati fan. All right. All right, Antonio, so Akiva, uh, we've been going for over an hour and 15 minutes, and we haven't even got to the upper half, so I think we're going to end it here. Antonio, are you available next week to come back on and uh, rank the top 25 states with us? Of course, of course. All right, I think most of our listeners are probably in those states, so a lot of people on the edge of their seats, they're like, I listened for an hour and 15 minutes for this. <laughs> right, we, we really should have, we should have realized, and there's no way around it in, in, to discuss every state, <laughs> but there's no way to make this shorter than like two and a half hours without <laughs> Russia. All right, but I'm not. When I post the episode, I'm not going to say that it's only part one. Oh no, that's a, that's a troll yeah. move. I want I want people to listen all the way through, and then but they're going to look on their iPod and say, "Wait a second, there's only seven minutes left, and they're at number twenty-eight. How the hell is this going to happen?" <laughs> Everybody and they're wait, People are also waiting, Chester, for your takes on Golden State's title last night. Everybody wants to hear your hot takes on. Yeah, uh, I don't on, know. I was talking about the Warriors, Chester. I was tweeting some of my takes. Well, the thing is, Akiva and I had already on last week's podcast taken for granted. Well, I think I assumed it would go in five. Akiva actually at that point thought it was going to go in four. To uh, me, I the more interesting I... story is that LeBron is so good. At, now we really, even though they lost, have to like start talking about LeBron versus Jordan next year. I think yeah. LeBron was no, the best he's you. ever been in the playoffs. Yeah, he was inc- he was so good. He, and the fact that he's 32 and has all these miles on him, it's really incredible. It's just sad because, you know, it, it's just... It, the, the reason we watch sports is for the unpredictability of it, and this is what we knew was going to happen when Durant – and I don't fault Durant Before the season, way, we knew it would be yeah. like Cavs and four. I mean, if you go back and listen to the episode we did preseason, we would have said like Cavs and four, Cavs and five. Like we know yep. it's going to happen. I mean, Warriors and four, Warriors and five. Like this this result could have been predicted before the season, and I still, I, still say, yeah. I still right. say that the Spurs would have given the Warriors a really good series if Kawhi doesn't get hurt. Again, winning by 25 in game one, I'm never going to get over it. But, well, we'll see you next year. You'll get another chance, especially if you had Chris Paul. Well, I, if they had Chris Paul, they're going to have to get rid of all their depth. It'll actually make them worse, in my opinion. But So LeBron was looking at his like career stats, and if he continues to be this good for five more years, which obviously seems incredibly difficult. Doesn't have five to be this more good. years. I mean, he doesn't yeah, have to be this good, but he still has to be like an all-star for five more years. Um, he will end up being the number one uh, scorer of all time and the number one assister of all time if, if he has five more good years, which is insane. Yeah. Most important um, assists. Yeah, it's just, you know, I almost think at this point, like people are saying, oh, might LeBron go to the Lakers or something like that? If LeBron was going to leave Cleveland, and I hope he doesn't. Has to be I in think the East. The, Has to go well, back to well, Miami, also, I think. No, but I'm saying, I think he should go to Golden State. And now, see, can they pull <laughs> off an 80? No, can they pull off an 82-0 and 0 season? Yeah. A 98-0 and 0 that season? Would be, that would be, at least if they're going to win, I agree. They're not even that interesting. Like, they're really interesting, but... To me, it's you're right. If they had LeBron, throw LeBron in there. Yeah, the only way for the NBA to be interesting with the super team is if they're going to try and do super things. So, you know, in 2016, they went for 73-9. and nine, And then idiots said, oh, well, that's the reason they didn't win the title is if one has anything to do with the other. And so this year, even though they were better statistically, they lost a few more games in the regular season. And then at least they had the drama in the playoffs of could they go 16-0. and 0, And then, of course, there was a letdown for that one also. So what are we going to watch basketball for next year? The only really, th- and I'm a Timberwolves fan, and that's a team that's on the up and up. But but what's the ultimate end game there? 
You know, right? I, I think like if you guys became if the Timberwolves or the or the Sixers became like the super young team, that it just they're not even close. You guys aren't even close, yeah. and neither are the Sixers. I don't know. The Celtics are this uh, this sleeping giant. But what are they going to add? Who are they going to add other than the Gordon first Hayward? Pick? I don't know if Gordon Hayward is going. Even there. if I mean, they uh, add Gordon Hayward and the number one pick is really good, they're not even in the same. Like, maybe they become better than Cleveland if LeBron slips a little bit. They're not even in the same stratosphere as, as Golden State. Yeah, I, but I but I agree with your San Antonio take that that it doesn't. It's not necessarily all of the players. It's the way they play together, and I think that San Antonio could have beaten Golden State and. I sort of feel like Boston could get there, and I think that Boston showed that even Cleveland slipping a little, Boston was ready. And if they improve as a team, if those guys get, if Thomas gets, it just I feel like there's a chance Boston could really be on the come up. And I, I thought the Jazz were a team poised for that too. But if they lose Hayward, they're in, they're in real trouble. Yeah, we'd well, have they, to move they the Utah so State this ring year, down obviously. Yep, yep. So I don't know. It's a, I'm a, as I said, Thunder fan. So I, I despise and loathe the Warriors uh, with every fiber of my being at this point. But it is what it, it is. It was so sad. Like I saw someone in a Durant Sonics jersey, and I'm like, oh, it like hit me. I'm like, oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that had to be a rough <laughs> night for uh, for Sonics fans. All right, so Antonio, thanks for joining us again. Uh, we will be back next week to uh, do the final 25 states in our rankings, unless that ends up getting split again. We'll see how that goes. But <laughs> no, if we do this again, we're keeping it to one hour. All right, so thank you so much. Uh, let us know on Twitter if we are ranking the states well, if we are ranking the states poorly, uh, who's the best and worst ranker. And uh, we'll be back next week to uh, discuss the greatest states in our union. Thank you, Antonio. Sorry, Georgia. <laughs> Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.